We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. Good morning. This is Robert Fukui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability podcast, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. I'm back, on the, I'm back in the saddle with my co-host, Eric Yoon of Standout Marketing. <laughs> Our topic today is uh, building customer loyalty. And so, uh, obviously, it's a lifeblood of most businesses. Uh, most businesses rely on repeat customers. So, um, really building an effective or building a strong base of loyal customers is going to be is huge for any business. And so, the the key is, or the question is, for a lot of customer for a lot of businesses, well, how do you, how would you do this effectively? Um, um, they're doing okay, and but they would love to have more repeat customers. So, you know, what's some what's some great tips that we can give uh, for this for this subject? Because it's a very important one for every business. So, Eric, welcome. My happy Monday morning. Hello, Robert. Yes, happy Monday. Yeah, you. How was your weekend? It's really good. Um, weather in bakersfield has been interesting it just like goes up and down yesterday got a huge sunburn didn't expect there to be the sun to be so yeah it'd be so crazy yesterday so oh, really? <laughs> got a pretty bad burn but yeah, it was a good weekend though uh, that's good well, i didn't i didn't get a sunburn yeah that, it's uh you know we've had kind of had a late winter over here in california um, but it's starting to warm up a little bit, but I think it's starting to, it's supposed to cool back down. So I don't know what's going on. Anyways, <laughs> May's coming up and yeah. so hopefully the, uh, hopefully it's starting warming up here pretty soon. And, uh, I'm sure people in other parts of the country are probably laughing at us because when I'm saying, I hope it warms up and it's, it's already in the seventies. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're kind of spoiled out here. So, Hey, great. So you ready for today's topic? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. It's going to be good. Yeah, so so what's your take? I mean, obviously, we know as, as you as a marketer, you, you deal with a lot of business owners. Yeah. And so does this subject come up? I mean, is that primarily why or is that a lot of reasons why um, clients hire you is to yeah. build more customer loyalty or are they mainly after new business? Yeah, well, um, whenever I think really for, for me, Sorry. I think of it more on a I'm always like think of this topic as a more B2B approach of, you know, um, building relationships with, with my clients, which are, um, pretty much always business owners. And so, um, but yeah, that's like the first thing I look at more than anything. Like when I go into a meeting, I, I really look at, um, really term. Um, usually not trying to just get a job, but I'm trying to see, is there a relationship here that we could build? Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's just the best thing to do because, yeah, I mean, I think there's, it's like almost like, do you just want a drink of water? Or do you want a well? Right. right and right. I think when you're, when you're looking for the relationships, you're looking for people, right. To invest in people to work with and people to partner with, um, you're building a well, right. Mm-hmm. With, by developing that relationship and that mm-hmm. can be, you know, more work with them. If there's, you know, a chemistry there and obviously uh, referrals are more likely to happen, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'd rather have, you know, a handful of clients that I could hang out with you know, yeah. and like, um, and it's, it's not, it doesn't just feel like a business transaction. Sure. And so, uh, that just makes it a lot more fun for me. And 
I think everyone's different. That's the thing with, you know, it depends on uh, what your focus is. Right. But for me, I'm just such a, like, I don't want to do business just for, to do the work. Um, I like working with people and like, I like celebrating with people and going through um, hardships with people, you know? And so, so I think of it as that, like, I, I just look for, you know, is there a relationship here that can be built? Great. Well, that's, that's awesome. What about um, from your customer's point of view, are they, do they think about or concentrate about trying to develop loyal customers for their business or are they more after just trying to get um, just yeah. new customers through the door? Yeah. A lot of times I feel like a lot of my clients um, talking about their relationships with their clients or buyers or whatever it is. Um, most of them don't really think about actual, actually the, the personal aspect of relating to the customer and, um, and having interaction with the customer. And I usually handle things more on the social media side, not uh, about a storefront kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I just encourage sometimes with some of my clients, I'll reply for them, you know, on their Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> right. right. And just, just to stay engaged with all the, all the followers and things like that. Um, that's obviously something that's really popular and everyone that's like a must do, right. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. don't, don't be the guy who's like super mysterious and all your clients can't get a hold of you. But you know, that's kind of, I guess more of an approach um, that's kind of like exclusiveness is more of an approach for, you know, um, maybe like, maybe like six, eight years ago, but um, now it's very more of like, you know, transparency is a trend, right? Mm-hmm. Authenticity and getting, you know, like if, even if it's one person with 200 followers, right. Still engaging with them, like in their posts and things yeah. like that. So on a yeah. social media level, I think it's just good to, you know, engage with their customers, let them know that they're seen and that you value them you know, yeah. as not just a buyer, but, uh, you know, as a person. <clears throat> yeah. No, that's good. Cause you know, you know, at the end of the day, it is about building relationships and I've, we've talked, um, you know, weeks ago when we started talking about marketing and I, you know, the really, the, the definition of marketing is, is all revolving around developing relationships and building relationships and strengthening right. relationships. I mean, that's actually part of the definition straight from the American marketing association, which is the, mm. um, you know, it's, it's the, the, the large, you know, the association of the, of the industry. And so when you understand marketing is about building and retaining and strengthening relationships, then you understand that when it comes to building customer loyalty, um, building relationships, even after the first transaction is key. So unfortunately people talk about the sales cycle, but most business think about the sales cycle as like just a funnel, meaning, you know, we hear about the sales funnel, you want to attract and engage an audience and then hopefully they get enough interest when they eventually purchase, make a purchase transaction, right? So we have to reach a lot of people to eventually get a few people to buy. Um, but then they think at the transaction, that's kind of the end of the funnel or the, even the end of the sales cycle. When a lot of people talk about the sales cycle, they talk about how long it takes from engagement to eventually the purchase. Mm-hmm. But the cycle, if you think about it, the cycle is more as like a wheel, right? The cycle just goes around, which means it starts all over again, which means then there's eventually you got to start to re-engage with your customer, mm-hmm. someone that's already made a transaction. You have to re-engage with them to continue to develop a relationship. So they eventually make a second <clears throat> purchase. So then now, now that's a cycle, but too many times right. business think of a cycle is really that there's like an end to the cycle, meaning the transaction is the end. Mm-hmm. Whereas no, you're supposed to continue that, continue the relationship and strengthen the relationship. Like you're talking about with like, you like to see with your customers or your clients, you want to, you want to, you want to have a client that you can build a relationship with so that it's, mm-hmm. it's a cycle. It continues, goes on and on and on and hopefully it strengthens and strengthens. So I think for, for business, they really got to think about that. When you start thinking about the sales cycle, the sales cycle does not end. It just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And so that's a true sales cycle. So you, you mentioned something about building relationships. And so, you know, yeah. let's talk a little bit about for a retail client. So, or for a business that has a retail business or some kind mm-hmm. of brick and mortar business, you know, they should think about how do you want to treat the potential client, a potential customer like family, you know, right. Walmart kind of did something unique at the time, which is they had a greeters. They had somebody right at the front door and usually they're kind of retired people or something like that, but just that's their sole duty is to greet people as they walk through the door. So it's almost like walking into someone's house. You know, mm-hmm. they're actually, you're actually greeted. Usually, you know, you walk into any store and you're not greeted by anyone. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you walk into Starbucks and they greet you or you walk into a Japanese restaurant and the, the sushi chefs yeah. <laughs> yell out something. Say whatever they say. Yell out something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm Japanese. <laughs> I don't even have a clue what they say. <laughs> they could be calling me a They're probably cussing at you. Yeah, something. exactly. Um, <laughs> so, you know, those are unique things, unique traits when you're actually greeted as you walk through the front door of any kind of store. Yeah. So I think that's the start is how do you want to start? And you might not do that for your business, but how do you start thinking about that? How do you want to treat them? Even if they haven't done business with you yet, but how do you treat them as, as family or mm-hmm. as, as a, as a, as a long lost friend? So I think that's yeah. kind of where we have to start thinking about uh, for any kind of business, you know, think about that. It's like, how do I want to, how do I want to treat people? Right. How do I want to, how do I get them engaged and make them mm-hmm. feel like family or a good friend, even though we're right. just barely starting the conversation or barely starting the relationship. Right. Yeah. So, so any, any thoughts about that? So for a, a brick and mortar store, mm-hmm. um, what would be some good tips about developing good relationship, good, strong relationships with their potential customers or their customers? Yeah, I think, I think the main thing is to have a game plan and be intentional to actually do it and yeah. set a plan in place. Right. Yeah. Like uh, if you have a team of people or employees, like don't make it general and say, Oh, make sure they feel you know at home. But you know, make it really specific, have a game plan, maybe even have a, some kind of script or something that they always say, right. Mm-hmm. That helps develop the culture, like make like a really creative kind of, you know, welcoming thing like those Japanese restaurants, right? Like yeah. it's like an experience to come in and they all say the same thing, right. you know? So I think those things just have a game plan, like think it out, spend some time and say, what do we want to say to them? You know, as a family, don't make mm-hmm. it random, but I think intentionality is, is just key. Like just yeah. spend a little bit of time and and dig into exactly what you want to say. Maybe just little details, like where are they going to stand? Right. And uh, make it consistent and intentional and have that game plan. And I think, um, and then, and then on any level, I think selflessness is key too. like getting out of your shoes, what you need and what you want. And even how you feel like a lot of times I feel like people don't want to build relationships, not because they're mean, but because they're insecure and they don't feel like, Oh, like maybe they don't want what I have to offer them, or maybe they don't want to be too nice to them. You know, there's just so many. And I know like for me, it's, it's been a process, um, having my own um, business and I purposely go after my insecurities and I don't like look at me like, well, how do I work on it? But like, I'm really aware of why, what makes me insecure. And, you know, I, I deal with them and I talk to people about it. How do you deal with that? And I think those things too, like just get out of your own thoughts and just, put yourself in their shoes and, you know, love them. Like, like you would want to be loved, treat them like you want to be treated. Yeah. So I think those things are key. Just be selfless and then have a game plan on yeah. how you would want to give them an experience and make them feel at home. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's good. Having a game plan, basically having a business plan just for customer service or customer loyalty. Right. Um, you know, we talk about um, having a business plan, creating a marketing plan and but too many times in the marketing plan the customer service part the customer loyalty part gets kind of left out 
Um, and things are done, you know, I think one of the, I mean, I'm thinking almost like a a lazy way of doing things sometimes is those loyalty cards. You know, you just have a card, you just swipe, you maybe giving a discount or something, but because so many people are doing it or so many businesses are doing that, I think it becomes a little bit impersonal. So you're Mm -hmm. talking about really creating more of a personal approach to this. Um, And, but the game plan is huge and being very intentional, having a plan and, and knowing everybody on the team, understanding what their, what their role is in building customer loyalty. Mm-hmm. And I had a grocery store client and they, um, they would, um, there was a, uh, organization that they're kind of like special needs kids and they wanted them to volunteer into different businesses in the community. And so this grocery store, they, they engaged with that organization. So they had some of these, um, special needs kids um, do a little bit of volunteer work in the grocery store, you know, things that they can handle. Um, so, um, so I asked them, I said, Hey, you know, are there, are there some of those kids or one, at least one that is, you know, pretty social and, you know, just likes to say hi. Cause a lot of them do, they like, just like to go around and just chat people up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, and so they, they said, Oh yeah, there's a couple of them. So I said, Hey, why don't you just assign them just to roam the store and just make yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, right. they're get a little smock, just like the Walmart thing. It's kind of a play on the Walmart greeter, but yeah. instead of just stationing at the front door, just have them roam around, you know, they, right. they have a smock. So they know that they're, you know, they're working for the store. Um, and then just, you know, have them go around and greet people and just say hi. And then even if they need help to find certain items, they can guide them around. Right. And that's their sole responsibility is just doing that mm-hmm. and just sit around. So that, that was really, you know, that, that really, um, um, it, was, it was really great for, not just the store, but even the customer experience right. um, because they, they also start to see what the store was about because they, the store really wanted to help the community. And so this was one area where, yeah, they're helping out these kids, giving them something to do, giving them something you know, productive to do. Um, and they're also greeting the store customers and the store customers get to get us insight. They, they get help, but they also, you know, they get a kick out of it too because they understand, you know, the conditions of the kids and, and they also see what the store is about, the heart of the store that, Hey, just mm-hmm. want to help out the community. So it was a great, it was a great win, win, win for, uh, for everybody. Um, but that was a, what, you know, and so it doesn't have to be special needs kids, but even just a, an employee, you know, assign somebody, their sole responsibility may just be just make our customers happy. <laughs> that's all they right. do <laughs> right? mm-hmm. and just roam yeah. the store or whatever kind of um, business that brick and mortar business that you might have. Um, right. And then there's restaurants. We can talk about restaurants a little bit. You know, one of the things, uh, you know, we talk about a lot about lead and lead generation. You know, I know you mm-hmm. and I are working on a client right now where we're doing a lot of lead generation and that's all well and good. But you know, a lot of times people, customers don't want to give up their email addresses for whatever reason, privacy concerns, mm-hmm. and they just don't want to be bothered. So there's, but there's always ways to recognize customers, right? Mm-hmm. Even just the old fashioned way. What I recommend to one restaurant is just for their team members. And I got this actually from Ritz Carlton, that their team, mem- team members just keep a little notepad in their mm-hmm. pocket somewhere. And whenever they see a customer that they um, normally see on a pretty routine basis or just that they've seen before, you know, write their, write their name in, but also when they have a, any kind of conversation with the customer is write down something that was seemed meaningful in the conversation, whether mm-hmm. they talked about a dog and a dog's name <clears throat> or something like right. that, you know, it's just something it doesn't have to be anything, you know, vastly important or anything, but just something about the customer. Right. 
and you kind of create a file of that. And it was just, just an old fashioned way, just the notepad, right? Because right, right, we're right. always thinking about how do we automate everything? And, and, and it's great to automate as much as we can, but we can't always do that because customers yeah. don't always want to give their information, right? Yeah. Um, but we're always, we can always talk to people. Mm-hmm. And so, and then you can also, because they're, they're paid by credit card, you can track them in a sense that you know who the repeat customers are, at least by name. <clears throat> Right, right on your on your credit card transactions. Mm-hmm. So from the you see the name, you see the tra- you see the name, and then you mm-hmm. get to know the face because the your your team members, your staff will get to know the people, and just start making notes. Mm-hmm. And then when they come in one day, is just surprise them with a gift, maybe a free appetizer, cup of coffee, whatever the case may be, but maybe right. or even just something that's tied into something they've said in the past. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know they have a dog. So maybe no, right. this restaurant doesn't make dog treats but maybe you create something special for right. customers that have dogs and say hey here's a here's a thing for dogs now they don't sell that mm-hmm. but, but eventually maybe they might but they don't sell it but they can make stuff right because mm-hmm. the, they have a baker um, and all that so they can always make it something special for pets yeah but then that's something that just kind of stands out mm-hmm. right because now you're personalizing it and the way they keep track of it was just an old-fashioned pen and paper right so, yeah, it reminds me of <laughs> it's funny. I just got, got reminded me of this funny scene in the office where um, the boss or the manager, Michael Scott, is always writing down notes whenever uh, he talks uh-huh. to clients, right? And then yeah. um, someone else takes his notes and try to tries to use them on this on the same client. And then uh, they mention all these things, and and then and then they interview him after, and he's like, "Oh yeah, everything I read in red, it means go ahead and shut up and don't talk about it." <laughs> so this person uh, just started going off of all those notes, and yeah, started like offending the client or whatever. Is is funny. That's uh, just reminding me. <laughs> yeah, make sure everybody, everybody, all the staff people know what the notes mean, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. So yeah, that's that. I bring that up because you know we get uh, really caught up in the whole lead generation, send newsletters and e blasts and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes we got to think about some old fashioned methods and doing things because, um, like I said, you can't always track people, and not, not everybody wants to be tracked and mm-hmm. um, giving up email addresses and information. Yeah, but there's always yeah. a way to do it. There's always a way to recognize customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think just in general, just just with the nature of people being able to—I don't remember who who said it—but they said, uh, um, "They said this like these days, people's um, BS radar is very accurate, and it's just <laughs> really just always on, you know." And um, it's it's so good to not like spend too much time trying to think about how to appear like you care about people, (laughs) but like do some research and, um, you know, actually, you know, just do like practically do things to put yourself in their shoes. I think that's like, that's just really, I think that's really important too. Um, because, um, I think so many marketing plans are based around like, how do I appear like, you know, I care or when, you know, whatever it is, but I think it's just so much better if you can get to your, a place where you really care about your customer. And then from there, it's just easier and people can, people will know, you know, and just Mm -hmm. the little subtleties of what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Just don't do any, just don't do things like just say like the loyalty cards uh, just because everybody else is doing it. And maybe that hopefully it'll keep people coming back. Um, But really find out from the customer. It's always a good thing. I mean, you already have customers. So find out from them 
um, what's important to them and uh, really, yeah, put some, some, put some thought into it and um, just, yeah, be authentic and why you're doing what you're doing. Right. And, you know, like, like, so one example of that is, you know, a lot of times we, you know, we have these like, you know, it, it is kind of like bait, right? Or, um, you know, we call them lead magnets or whatever it is. But I think it's so good once in a while just to just to give something free and not ask for anything in return, you know? Yeah. And I think, um, like, we're, we're starting our flower business for, for my wife. And, um, you know, we're thinking about it and we're like, oh, we do these giveaways once a month, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're like, oh, should we say, you know, to enter into the drawing, you got to like the posts or, you know, like our page or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? Mm-hmm. But um, instead of that, we just chose a different direction. And her brand is called Love Well. And the whole thing is about, you know, flowers give life. And, you know, there's this whole thing of like, yeah, just loving people well. Like through flowers, she wants to encourage people to love people deeply and love people well. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, instead of liking the post and doing, you know, that whole thing and following that formula, what we did was tag a friend that you would want to give this flower away to. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, so, um, and then, uh, we got some people and it was cool, like just the interaction and getting friends involved. And we got, had to have this lady win a flower, a beautiful flower bouquet for another, for her friend, you know, and just creating that whole experience, not just between uh, us and the client, but between the client and the client's friend. Yeah. You know, and it all yeah. fits within the brand. And so just little things like that. Cool. I think, you know, we didn't get anything out of it, but we mm-hmm. got an experience. And eventually yeah. those experiences what people talk about, right? Yeah. It's like let's give yeah. them something to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's not gonna be like it. uh what's that <clears throat> Ryan Seacrest does that thing on Thursdays, um where they, they act like they're a floral floral business and they call oh, I see it. Did, you ever, uh, oh. I forgot the name of that, uh, that segment, but anyways, it's, it's usually some, they're trying to catch somebody that's potentially cheating on their, their loved one. And so what they do uh, is they call the guy, it's usually a guy that the girl thinks he, that is being cheated on. So they call the guy and act like a for, forest business and say, Hey, you want, you want free flowers. You can send to anybody who's, who do you want to make the flowers out to? And so anyways, that's the, that's the premise. <laughs> so you're not doing uh, those things. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, hopefully not. <laughs> no, that's funny. Um, so then that's good. You know, I, I think, um, um, yeah, too much, too many times we, think too much about trying to get something in return, even when it's mm-hmm. for free, you know, cause we're yeah. so uh, conscious these days about lead generation and trying to get their information and, you know, all this kind of stuff, all the things you're supposed to do in, in, in marketing, but sometimes you just gotta just do it. <laughs> Don't worry about what you get in return, whether you get right. the information or not. Um, I think that, cause I think that's genuine. the, yeah, that's the nature of relationships is I think um, if you give enough, then they're naturally just going to want to give back. I think that's yeah. just how it works. And yeah. <clears throat> I'd, I'd rather have trust than an email. You know, I'd rather have trust than trust that would pay off, you know, two years later than an email that would do a little, you know, bring a little bit of benefit right now. Yeah, yeah. That's good <clears throat> stuff. Any Anything else? Any, any other tips that you can... Uh, think about for a business, even specific types of business, um, maybe something you've helped a client in the past or something that's worked for you as well. Um, so I know we covered a lot of, a lot of ground, but if anything, any other things specific come to mind? Yeah, I think um, I, the only thing is I, I, I'm guessing there's like a lot of startups, um, you know, happening right now. Like the, mm-hmm. a lot of people are watching and listening or, or uh, maybe startups or, um, mm-hmm. doing the business and, 
Um, and for me, because I, you know, I'm I'm still fairly new to having my own actual business. I started mm-hmm. myself, and and so um, and it's the in within one year, it's it's been amazing. Uh, it's been growing a lot, and it's it's been awesome. And I think, you know, the uh, the main thing that worked is um, um, having a having a having like a mindset to to serve, you know, the people. And I think when I started, um, more than discounts or anything, I think. Um, you know, there, there's, there's people who, um, uh, who just came to me and, you know, they asked, you know, can you do, um, certain projects? And, you know, if I felt like it, you know, like I would, um, just, especially in the beginning, you know, I would just go above and beyond and just be extra generous, you know, with them and, um, mm-hmm. you know, just throw in like an extra photo shoot or whatever it is. But then just starting up, I think just the, you know, just, um, just having that servant's like heart, I guess, and that mm-hmm. being generous, you know, it just goes a long way. Um, because for example, like the, my main clients that, that bring me, you know, lots of work right now are the ones that I started off by doing free work for and I killed it on those projects. Right. And they're like, Oh, I want to do more. I want to do more, mm-hmm. you know, and I just kept developing relationship and just let them know, just said little things like, Oh, is that working for you? Or, you know, just, I was, I, I genuinely, I showed that I was interested right mm-hmm. in their success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and just serve them. And, um, and those are what's paying off right now. And so that's a little tip I would say is just, you know, just, um, just don't come at them as someone who wants their business, but come at them as someone who wants to serve, um, yeah, their company. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Build a relationship with, and I think specifically, even more specifically, and maybe it's just personal for me, but it's like serve their company, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, and I think that that really works out in the end. <clears throat> yeah. And, and if you have a, you know, it's, for like a service-based business and then when you have a product-based business it's and you're dealing right. with a lot, a lot of customers coming in through the door um mm-hmm. you think you have to be very intentional about how do we show them that we care even in the midst right. of being busy and right, that's, right. that's a challenge you know it's one thing when it's a business like ours it's it's service it's b2b um yeah. but when you have let's just let's just call it a restaurant and you've got especially during you know rush hour periods um yeah. how do we how do we serve them well and know that they show them that we care? Um, totally. So that's, that's, the, that's can be the challenge. But like I said, it could be something as simple as what I said earlier about the grocery store is just assign one person just to walk around and just say hi and make friends. And that's their yeah. sole responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of uh, sometimes I'll get pushback on an idea like that because employers are thinking, Oh, I got to pay. That's another salary. And they're not, right. They may not, but busting tables or washing dishes or cooking the bag or cashiers or something like that, they can still be doing those things because it's not always rush hour, right? So they can still be doing some type of work. But as soon as people mm-hmm. are walking through the door, their main responsibility is to go make friends, right? Right. So, and it'll mm-hmm. it'll pay dividends in the long run. Yeah. So people get too conscious about totally. oh, it's another it's another salary that we got to pay. Right. Um, what I like to look at it is treat it as a marketing expense. Mm-hmm. It's an expense that's totally. going to bring a return. It's not really an expense; it's an investment because yeah. people come back, especially when you're talking about restaurant or anything. People love to do business with just people they like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So I said, I think in the body of description of this this topic is that you know we're always trying to strive to have a better and better product, which is great, but you don't always have to have the best product to have a, just a booming business. One thing you can always do well in is service, customer right. service. That is something that can always be in your control. 
mm-hmm. is be have be good service. And people will come back to you when they just feel cared about when they, and they trust you oh. and they just like you. We just right. like to do business with people we like and trust, mm-hmm. right? So doing something like that is, is, is more of a marketing investment than it is more of an, you know, a liability or, you know, just an expense. So right. anyways, Hey, this is a great topic. This was a lot of fun. Um, hopefully people yeah. got something out of this. <laughs> I think we did. I got, some, I got some ideas even for my business talking about this. Um, hey, thanks again, Eric, for, for joining me. Thanks everybody for listening to the purpose and profitability podcast. Yeah. If you have any other business questions or topics you'd like to hear more about, you can email me directly at prosper at i61businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at the letter I, the number 61, businessdevelopment.com, or go straight to my Facebook page, the Purpose and Profitability Facebook page, and then tune in next week as we go live again. So thanks again for listening. This is Robert Fakui, and remember, purpose plus profit equals transformation. All right. God bless everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit PurposeAndProfit.com.